Hi, this is Kylie Gable, publisher of Candy Apple Press. Welcome to the Feminization Boudoir Podcast. Today we have two short clips. One of them comes off of Audible, uh, a story called Feminized by His Lesbian Neighbors. And the other one is called Andy's Apartment, and that's from Friend of the Show, who does not like the sound of her own voice, so I know will not listen to this podcast, Mistress DJ. So let's start it off with Feminized by His Lesbian Neighbors. Uh, Just to kind of give you a setup, there is this guy who is kind of a jerk, and he moves in next to a woman who he thinks is single, and only later finds out that she is actually married to another woman. He is not really happy about this. He's kind of a bigot to begin with. And what happens is there's kind of a little bit of a war. Um, He slashes their tires. They put weed killer on his lawn. He decides to break into their house and do some stuff when they are out. And accidentally gets trapped. uh, Gets caught on their window. So... They don't know if they should call the police or teach him a lesson. Leah, who is the nicer one, um, begs her friend, her I'm sorry, her wife, um, Carrie, to, you know, teach him a lesson. And so that's what they decide to do. So without further ado, here is Feminized by his lesbian neighbor. Please? All right. Give me a few hours to tinker in the garage. I think I can make something that will help us, agreed Carrie. Oh, thank you, said Leah, putting her arms around Carrie and kissing her deeply. Lying on the floor of the cold and dark basement, Lance had lost his sense of time. The women had left him alone downstairs some time ago. He was tempted to start yelling, but then what? He was breaking and entering and their basement was still preferable to an equally cold prison cell. When he heard a solitary pair of footsteps descending the stairs, he didn't know if he should be relieved or worried. When he saw that it was Carrie and not Leah, he chose the second option. "'Let me go, Carrie,' he demanded. "'You can't hold me forever.' "'Shut up, asshole,' spat Carrie. "'If it was up to me, I would have already called the police. "'When we're done with you,' You might just wish we had. What are you going to do to me? He asked nervously, giving his bonds another test, but finding them just as secure as they had been every other time. Carrie pulled him up to his knees and pulled the elastic waist of his tidy whities and peered down inside. A shiver went up his back. I have to admit, I haven't been with too many men, but I had no idea that they could be that small mocked Carrie, as she put a metal cage over Lance's cock and balls, locking the device shut with a small padlock. "'What's that for?' "'It's uncomfortable and cold,' complained Lance. "'It's not like I would ever rape either of you. Think a bit highly of yourself.' "'Are you done?' asked Carrie, giving an evil smile and pulling out her cell phone. "'This is a little something I cooked up for you. I'm a very good electrician, and when I hit the right keys on this app—' Well, maybe a demonstration is in order. A powerful electrical shock went through Lance's balls. It felt to him like he had been kicked by a mule. 
He flopped around on the ground, gritting his teeth and hoping the pain would subside. You crazy bitch, he whined. Apologize for that tone, demanded Carrie. That was at power level three. It goes to eleven. I'm not going to one, two. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, he stammered. Hmm, now who's the bitch? I am, muttered Lance. Good answer, said Carrie as she untied the bonds from Lance's ankles. Now march up those stairs. This next part is Leah's specialty. You might find you miss the basement floor. Lance trudged up the stairs with Carrie close behind him. When he arrived on the main floor, he saw that Leah was already waiting for him in the bathroom, where a kitchen chair was placed in front of the sink. Well, what are you waiting for? asked Carrie. Get in there. Come in and sit down in the chair, Lance, ordered Leah. Look, hasn't this gone far enough? asked Lance. Leave me alone and I promise I'll do the same to you. That would have been a good deal about a month ago, said Carrie. Unfortunately for you, you've gone too far. Now in two seconds, if you're not in that chair, I'm going to give you another shock. Lance practically sprinted into the bathroom and sat in the chair in front of Leah. She draped a sheet over him and played with his hair. Yeah, it's too short, Carrie. I can't do anything with this, said Leah. Then lather him up. Let's get this over with, answered Carrie. Lance couldn't believe it. Leah was lathering up his head with shaving cream. He saw the razor sitting on the sink and realized what she intended to do. Leah, don't do this, pleaded Lance. Sorry, but you brought this on yourself. Now quit your whining or I'm grabbing the remote and zapping you myself, said Leah as she reached for the razor. Carrie looked on, amused by the whole scene. She could see tears welling up in Lance's eyes and even an actual couple of them rolling down his cheeks. Leah handed Carrie a jar of foul-smelling cream and told her to apply it all over his head, but not get any on her hands, no matter what she did. So with rubber gloves protecting herself, she rubbed the pungent goop onto Lance's now nude head. When Leah returned, she had a hat box in her hand. Pulling the lid off, she revealed a styrofoam head with a glamorous red wig. Triumphantly, she removed the wig from the box and placed it on Lance's head. No, Leah, pleaded Lance. I have to go into work. I can't do it with my hair looking like this. You'll figure something out, replied Leah unsympathetically. Lance looked over to Carrie, but didn't expect to see any sympathy from her. He didn't. Once the glue stuck, the red hair was very firmly attached to his head until it could be removed somehow. Lance sighed and pouted and tried to get used to his full head of glamour girl red hair. Soon Leah was plucking his eyebrows. She didn't put a pencil-thin arch on them, but when she was done, they could only be described as feminine. Lance stared in disbelief at how much his appearance was changing. A thorough makeover by Leah only enhanced this. She applied dark eyeliner and mascara, along with blended green and taupe eyeshadow, eyeliner, and a deep red lipstick. Wow, said Carrie, untying his wrists. I could actually be attracted to this loser. Very funny, replied Leah, handing Lance some shaving supplies. Now, Lance, it's time to lose all that nasty hair. Take this shaving cream and razor and shave everything off below your eyebrows. Do not get your makeup wet. You can go into the shower. Lance took the items and went into the bathtub, 
but hesitated. When he saw Carrie ready the remote, he quickly proceeded to shave off all of the hair on his body. This gave him a very strange androgynous look, like David Bowie in the early 70s. Looking nice and smooth, princess, said Carrie. The guys will just eat you up. Put your hands above your head, ordered Leah. As Lance complied, she took the jar of adhesive that had been used on the wig, and this time used it on his chest to attach a pair of breast forms. Lance looked down stunned to find he was now sporting a pair of 38D breasts. You are officially what they call stacked, joked Carrie. How do you like having boobies, Lance? asked Leah. I don't, said Lance, disgusted at the question he was being asked to answer. Why are you doing this? I think your problem is that you consider our lifestyle deviant. Well, it's anything but, said Leah. It occurred to me that instead of prison, maybe you should experience what it feels like to be a deviant. But why the makeup? That was my idea. I think you're a misogynist as well as a bigot, so turning you into a woman seemed somehow appropriate, replied Carrie. Now let's get you a figure, said Leah. I don't want you looking like a guy in a dress. This will be my pleasure, said Carrie, picking up a very severe-looking black corset. Come here, Barbie. Lance approached tentatively, but Carrie was forceful as she spun him around. She tightened the laces on the back of the corset so thoroughly that for a moment Lance thought it would slice him in half. Gasping and panting, Lance moaned, I can't breathe. Take shallow breaths, said Leah sympathetically. You'll get used to it. I don't intend to get used to any of this, said Lance gruffly. He caught Carrie and Leah exchanging a knowing smile. Well, intending and doing are two different things, said Leah, approaching Lance with a pair of silky sheer stockings, which she gleefully attached to the garters of the corset. Carrie had him step into a pair of five-inch heels. They were black sandals with a thick ankle strap that she quickly locked on with a small padlock. Is that really necessary? complained Lance. Probably not, said Carrie. It doesn't matter now, though, does it? Now let's get you into your dress, chirped Leah, who was clearly enjoying the elaborate feminization of Lance. The dress she had picked for Lance was a ridiculously sexy purple lace dress that showed a lot of shaved leg and perfectly displayed his breast forms, showing them off without giving away their true nature. He looks perfect said Carrie. If I didn't know better, I'd think he was a woman. He's not quite perfect yet, replied Leah, adding silver heart-shaped earrings and a matching clunky necklace. She sprayed him thoroughly with perfume before declaring the moment of feminine creation. It had been five hours since Carrie had captured him breaking into their basement. He wished that they had called the police. In the morning, he'd be back in that ridiculous corset and those skyscraper heels again, his feet hurt just thinking about it. His arms were over his head, which was how Carrie had placed them when she ran the handcuffs through the headboard holding him firmly in place. He could hear Carrie and Leah making love in the room next door. It was so passionate, almost animalistic, it bothered him. It was immoral. Two women weren't meant to be together. They didn't even have the right parts to do it. He heard Leah tell Carrie that she was more turned on than she had ever seen her. Giving that little bitch what he deserved got me excited, confessed Carrie. You know it's going to get tougher tomorrow, replied Leah. 
We have a lot to do before the work week starts. If you can handle him here, I'll take care of the rest, said Carrie. Lance couldn't really make heads or tails of their cryptic conversation, but he knew it wasn't going to be good for him. He tried to pull himself out of the handcuffs, but Carrie had been very careful. She had made the handcuffs tight enough to make escape a very difficult challenge, but loose enough to not really hurt him. He drifted off to sleep, worried about what new indignities the morning would bring. He woke up late the next morning to Leah sitting on his bed. The traumatic events had exhausted him, and even he had to sheepishly admit that he had slept like a log in the strange guest bed. "'Leah, please let me go,' begged Lance. "'Sorry, dude,' replied Leah. "'Carrie would kill me, and besides, you did break into our home. "'You have to admit that this is better than prison,' replied Leah. "'Fine. What am I supposed to do?' said Lance, shooting daggers at her with his dark eyes. "'Well, after we're done getting you presentable, you're going to be cleaning this place,' said Leah." Oh, like I'm the maid now? You know that in this arrangement with Carrie, I'm the good cop and she's the bad cop? If you give me attitude or disobey me, you know that you'll have her to answer to. I know. So let's get you cleaned up. I have an awesome maid's outfit I wore for Halloween that you're going to love. I doubt that, said Lance as he was uncuffed and helped to his feet. He thought about trying to make a run for it while in the privacy of the shower but he didn't really know where to go or how to go there. Instead, he meekly cooperated. He was a little surprised to not see Carrie all day, but he was still humiliated to be cleaning the house of these two lesbians in a maid's outfit, black fishnet stockings, heels, and a lace bra and panty set. The dress was short, but even worse, it put his breast forms on full display. Leah had used makeup to cover up the seams between the forms in Lance's chest, to make it hard to tell that he was wearing anything that wasn't all him. I'll teach you how we want the place cleaned, but I expect you to pay close attention so that you can do it on your own from now on. Do you understand? asked Leah. No, I don't. What do you mean in the from now on? I mean you're our maid until we tell you otherwise, and I don't see that happening very soon, replied Leah. Now those floors aren't cleaning themselves, Lance felt terribly self-conscious as he cleaned. He could feel the way that the dress felt hugging his body, and the way that he exposed his panties when he bent over. Of course, the whole time she was supervising his cleaning, Leah was also taking pictures, increasing their hold on him. As Lance cleaned the windows, he saw something unusual. There were three cars that he didn't recognize parked in front of this house and his own, but he couldn't figure out who would be parking at his place. He thought he saw some movement inside his house before Leah called him to the kitchen to help with dinner. Do you know how to cook, Lance? Well enough. What are you making? Nothing too fancy, replied Leah. I'm just making chicken and rice. That's an awful lot of food. We're having company. In fact, go set the dining room table for six, ordered Leah. He didn't like the sound of that, but if he was allowed to leave before the company got here, what difference would it really make? So again, you can find Feminized by His Lesbian Neighbors on Audible. And up next is Mistress DJ's recording of Andy's Apartment. This story is complete. Don't have to really give an introduction to it. It's one of many short stories from the collection called Claudia's Erotic Tales of Feminization. You can find that. I'll have a link down below. Enjoy. Claudia's Erotic Tales 
by Kylie Gable and Claudia Costa. Claudia's erotic tales are published by Candy Apple Press, copyright 2018, all rights reserved. For mature audiences only, all characters are above the legal age. Andy's Apartment Andy loved his apartment. Even though he could have moved into a real house now that he was on tenure track, he loved living in his old apartment surrounded by any number of hot college girls. Today, it was a couple of graduate students named Mia and Janet who had his rapt attention. Ironically, he never much cared for Janet when she was in his class. But as she laid out on her towel or in a tight jean shorts with her 36F breasts spilling out of the cups of her black bikini top, her roommate Mia was every bit as attractive as her roommate. While Janet had short auburn hair, Mia had silky shoulder-length raven-colored hair. Mia also had a rose tattoo on her right arm and a panther on her left thigh. Her 36 D breasts were captured by a red bikini. Both girls were wearing dark sunglasses, which Andy hoped would make him a little harder to see as he checked out the girls from above. Andy's reverie was short-lived as both girls simultaneously pulled up their sunglasses and flipped him off. Somehow they had seen him, and even as he raced from his window to the cover of his kitchen, he thought he heard Mia yell that he was a fucking pathetic old perv. This was not good. If word got out that Andy was ogling students at the university, he'd be out on his ass and tenure-track jobs were not easy to find. After pacing the apartment trying to come up with a plan, Andy finally decided the only thing he could do was apologize to the girls and plead his case. It was now an hour since he was caught, and he could see they were no longer outside. Sheepishly, Andy walked down the hall to Janet and Mia's room. It took most of his courage to walk the forty feet to their door and knock on it. As he waited for somebody to answer, he regretted not changing his clothes. His tank top showed a little bit of his belly he was starting to develop since hitting thirty, and his board shorts and flip-flops didn't give off an air of seriousness or professionalism. "'Yeah? What do you want, perv boy?' asked Mia, throwing open the door. "'Look, I, I want to apologize,' replied Andy timidly. "'If you thought I was—' Andy was cut off by Mia digging her crimson fingernails into his nipples. He yelped in pain as tears welled up in his eyes. Involuntarily, he followed Mia into the apartment, where Janet was laughing at the whole scene from her perch on the couch. "'Look who came to visit,' announced Mia. "'No wonder he wanted to check out our breasts,' mocked Janet. "'Looks like he's got a nice pair of boobs of his own.' "'He sure does,' agreed Mia. She dragged him over to her roommate. "'Please let me go,' pleaded Andy. "'You wanted to look at my boobs, Professor? "'Why, don't you have a good view?' asked Janet, moving her bikini top and pulling a startled Andy's face right into her breasts. "'Have a good look!' Andy's nose was right between the two great mounds on Janet's chest. He was humiliated, and turned on, and ashamed. A wave of emotion poured over him. By the time Mia pulled him up, Andy was gasping for air. He barely objected when she ripped off his tank top. "'You know,' said Mia, "'you probably could use that bikini more than my roommate.' "'How selfish of me to hog it for myself,' replied Janet." using her feet and sliding the bikini top up Andy's chest where Mia tied it into place. Now it was Janet's turn to pulling on Andy's nipples. Ow, complained Andy. That really hurts. 
I'm sorry, Andy, but I'm an F cup, and you're barely a B. You're going to need some help filling out those cups, mocked Janet. Andy was so distressed by what Janet was doing to him, he barely noticed Mia yanking down his pants. By the time he reached his hand back to stop her, the pants were already down around his ankles. He tried to pull them back up, but she stepped on them, and with all his weight leaning forward, it was surprisingly easy for Janet to push him down to the floor. The girls helped Andy up, but now he was only wearing the bikini top. He offered no resistance as Janet tied the second part of her bikini into place around his waist. The tiny piece of material could barely contain his penis. That will never do, said Mia. That bulge has to go. I know what to do, said Janet, reaching into Andy's bikini and pulling his penis behind him, using the bikini bottom to keep it in place. That's uncomfortable, complained Andy. I bet it is, replied Janet. Mia took her phone and began to snap pictures of the confused and frustrated professor. No, no pictures, he yelled, trying to cover his face. Run along now, professor, said Mia. We've got plenty of pictures now, and if you don't want them finding their way onto the school's website, when we call, you better come running. I think we just got our own sissy maid. Bye, Felicia, moved Janet. Andy scurried out of the apartment to the sound of both girls laughing and mocking him as he did. This was going to be a very interesting semester. Well, that's it for this week's Feminine Boudoir by Candy Apple Press. I really hope you're enjoying this podcast. If you are, then please support us. There's a whole bunch of ways you can do it. Obviously, following the links and buying something to support myself and the other artists is greatly appreciated. But just leaving a nice review, especially if you're on Apple, that's great. We had a one star recently, and I'm sure it was just someone who doesn't even like feminization to begin with, and was kind of offended that the show was on the air. But I've also had some five stars, and that's great. Um, Just drop a line to say you appreciate it. If you want to help with a little bit of money, uh, Anchor FM lets you donate. I'm not looking for for 40 or 50 or anything like that. A buck or two would be nice. Uh, As I said before, I do pay the narrators. And so, um, to be able to get quality, exciting, sexy, feminine voices requires a little bit of money. And otherwise, you'll be stuck with me trying to sound sexy, and believe me, that's, that's a fate worse than death. So I hope you have a great week, and I will see you back next Monday. I have no idea what we'll be playing, um, but... I'm sure it'll be fun, and I'm sure it'll be about female domination and feminization. Have a great week.